Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it. I was like inside the matrix. <laughs> I was I was I was minority reporting this. Which by the way, after the Trump administration, minority report <laughs> a real department within that government. <laughs> Trump every day went, Can I get the minority report? And they're like, still too good. And they're like, uh oh. I think I think Trump would have preferred uh the the vision of Tom Cruise's partner in that movie though. Tall Blonde hair, blue eyes. <laughs> well, because they pulled out Stephen Miller from an Oracle type soaking in water and put a suit on him and he became part of the administration. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was a little bit of a couple of steps you had to go to. And welcome to the Retrograde Podcast where we remind you what you used to love and whether or not you still should. I'm Andrew Bascom. And I am... Mikey and Hominoid Aaronworth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be a hemorrhoid joke, to be honest. A, a hemorrhoid joke? Yeah, Andrew, hominid, why hemorrhoid. Would, why would I ever make a hemorrhoid joke? Actually, you've been good for that in a while. Uh, I don't want to hear about it. I've been uh, keeping no, it all inside. D- okay, more waste than one. <laughs> well, that's a good start. 30 seconds in. Welcome, future advertisers. <laughs> this is the Retrograde Podcast. Wait a second. You brought up hemorrhoids this time. This is mm, your fault, I not don't know. mine. I, I, I don't even know what a hemorrhoid is, to be honest. <laughs> I only know through you. Um, welcome to the Retrograde Podcast. We are so excited to talk to you for another week. Oh my goodness. About Alien Hominid this week. Alien Hominid. I'm, I'm super excited about. This is actually a recommendation that we got from one of our longest term listeners that we've had from the very beginning. Mm. Uh, at Ramona Tho. I'd never known how to pronounce it. R-A-M-O-N-A-T-H-O uh, on Twitter. Okay. Has followed us on SoundCloud for a long time. Romentho? Maybe. Okay. You know what? Hit us up. Do, 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 <laughs> do, 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 do um, and, uh, and has basically been asking us to do this podcast for a long time. And okay. I'm excited for this because I'm very familiar with you Alien are. Hominid. I love the Newgrounds era of Flash games. Yeah. And this is kind of very apropos because as of December 31st, 2020, Flash has been retired. Yeah. What the hell is that all about? Like, it's, you know what? Great question. I, I, it feels like one of those things where all of a sudden like, you know, I don't know, something very uh, basic and a staple of your life. And they just all of a sudden were like, hey, you know, um, you know, stand up showers. You're like, yeah, not a thing anymore. (laughs) Only bathtub showers. What? Why? Well, I guess I still can do other stuff. (laughs) Like, it's not the worst thing in the world. You can only wash yourself in a stand up sink now. Sorry. Oh, my goodness. This this is like, to, to me, it's more something it's almost less noticeable because like I know when I'm going into a stand-up shower, there's only one answer to that. It's a stand-up shower. In this, it's like- You're, the, you're so narrow in your imagination. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only thing I can do in there. Yeah. That's it. Um, it. It's where I go to cry. It's, oh, that's so it hides what the it is. Tears. Okay. Um, no, My but cry chamber. It would be like when you, if, if they were just like, the word period is now over. You can't say the word period anymore. And you're like, okay, I- Will I notice? And then the first time it happens, you're like, wait, I can't say that anymore. I'm like, I'm like, this is the greatest decision we've ever made. (laughs) Exclamation mark. I don't know. How do you do that? Oh, those PC police coming after you. Oh, the period Period. comma police. Trying to, trying to tell me what words I can't say anymore. (laughs) Just like flash, the flash police came after them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Flashing also something you can't do. Yes. Which let's talk about this. Was okay. I actually, I'm glad you're bringing this up. Okay. (laughs) I can't believe I came so fired up. Flashing or flash? Flashing. Okay. So when we were growing up in movies and stuff like that, a guy in a trench coat was like a classic character uh, that would be a flasher. People right. would know that. Right. They were like dress socks, but you couldn't see pants. Yes. And like loafers Long or trench like coat. A long trench coat. Nothing underneath. Kind of looked like uh, Inspector, Inspector Gadget. Gadget. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. So like, even if like watching like older things like uh, Looney Tunes or Muppets that were clearly for kids, but like were written oh by God. 60 year old men. You're so right. Is, they're always in there. They're always in there. And you're like, wow. So, so here's my question. Was flashers... 
a bigger thing in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Here's the thing. Okay. I would have been baffled. Like, I, I agree with you. I'm like, I've never seen one. I've never I, seen I can't, Yeah. But- uh, ask every woman you know. Yeah, that's ask I, literally yeah. every woman you know. And I don't mean to to start no, no, getting no, on no, this, you're but right. like, but my grandma has been flashed, had been flashed before she uh, uh, flashed away from this earth. <laughs> she did like flash on the computers <laughs> and retired herself. <laughs> she 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 didn't retire herself. She, she had got, enough. She got <laughs> a gold Rolex. They yeah. put it on her and she deceased. <laughs> oh, bye bye. <laughs> You got a pink catalog and drove it right off the cliff. Um, <laughs> um, the, uh, but yes, you're absolutely right. Is that like, I just walked into it and I went, you know what? I've never been paid 70 cents on a dollar. I don't know what anyone's <laughs> talking about. What the hell's a glass ceiling? You know, and not understanding the the trials and tribulations of certain people. But the other question Trace is, landed. did all, did all, flashers wear that outfit like yeah. was that a normal thing like, was that the most efficient way of flashing people i've tried several methods okay. and it's not because now you get caught immediately right i actually like my winter jacket that i wear looks like kind of like a you a do have a trench, trench coat. coat style yeah. jacket so often people are like oh you wearing anything under there or something <laughs> like that especially when i'm not wearing anything under there people recognize it immediately instinctively grab pepper spray yeah. they're just reaching and they're yeah. like no no i am fully dressed and they said thank you uh, and if they don't have pepper spray i'm like hey i got some pepper spray in this pocket why don't you reach in there and grab it <laughs> oh no yeah oh my goodness is that what how that's what happened to grand grandmother right <laughs> yeah yeah yes exactly oh, okay. exactly it was me it was me so, all yeah, there you go flashers uh that's that's my opinion on flashers. Well, for those of you who are new to the podcast, uh, first of all, oh, thanks God. for listening. Second yeah, of all, we apologize for taking you on that little uh, uh, side road it. there. Uh, but typically what we like to do is take a look back at the games that we used to play when we were kids, mm -hmm. give them a rating or review as we remember them. Then we take a break and play the game. Right. P feed you some of that audio and then come back and rate the num, game. Num, 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 num. <laughs> in the modern day, we baby bird it to you. Yeah. We <laughs> chew it all up and we spit it in your mouth. Welcome to the Retrograde <laughs> Podcast. Before we get to the game of the week, fire. as we always do, uh, we always take a big detour and right. just kind of dick around for a little bit, which yeah. is what I'd love to do with you right now. Speak, oh. Speaking of flashing, let's dick around <laughs> let's a little bit. Let's dick around for a while. <laughs> That's the modern term for flashing is dicking around, yeah. Uh, um, okay, so much stuff going on this week. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's lay it off the top because I'm kind of obsessed with this. There is a Tiger Woods documentary that is premiering oh. on HBO. It did uh, last Sunday. It's a two-part documentary. Yeah. So in the uh, upcoming Sunday, we got our second part. Uh, have you watched it yet? No, where did it air? Okay, HBO. Oh, okay. So Crave on Canada. Okay. I... I'm so obsessed with this. And I just want to talk about it that I'm not going to say too much about it because I want everyone to catch up, but, and only being a, I want everyone to relish it. <laughs> well, yeah, 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 I do want people yeah. to relish it. You're not wrong. No. Okay. That was weird. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, but it's Tiger Woods is, is one of the most famous people of the last hundred years. Like yeah, he yeah. is legitimately all over the world. Golf kind of, you know, not like American football or soccer or something like that. Like golf really translates to both, both hemispheres yep. and, you know, both all, all the contents of both continents and the stratosphere and the stratospheres yeah. and Tristratus and everybody yeah. else in between. <laughs> um, and it's really, you know, his, his rise fall and maybe semi or, you know, redemptive rise sure. again is a very interesting American story. And I, I find him to be one of the most fascinating people, you know, much like, you know, last dance, which I think will be necessarily compared to because it's a sports documentary. Sure. Yeah. Um, they both have very interesting lives. They okay. both are flawed human beings that excel maybe better than anyone we've ever seen at their respective sports. At their craft. Now, is he involved in this documentary like oh, Michael, Michael I'm Jordan so was? glad you brought that up because no. Oh, now so, I'm very interested. Yes. And don't get me wrong, I loved The Last Dance. Oh, The Last but Dance there's, there's always that thought in your head of like, 
how much of this has been tweaked because you know he had final cut on You know, it's much like, so we, we saw the Jordan documentary and we're going to see many sports documentaries because of Last Dance that uh, people, like like the LeBron one is going to be really incredible because he's been filmed since he was 16 years old. Yes. And it's going to be so incredible, but he's going to be a huge part of it. And you wonder, like they'll go, I'll give you two bad things. Sure. But you can't tell about these three yes, things. Yes, of course. Right? And so, which makes you really think about the Last Dance because like what we saw, you're like, what did you hide? Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Oh, God. Exactly. And, and just like the Netflix documentary that's coming out next year about Vince McMahon, um, oh my which God. is the biggest documentary money. Speaking that, of ketchup. <laughs> no ketchup, no yawning. Or no, sneezing. That's See, right, I think sneezing. it's sneezing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, what a weird guy. And I'm so, I'm so excited for that Vince McMahon I didn't McMahon know that is coming out. And I'm it is the most that. expensive single project documentary that they've ever spent money on is Netflix is doing this. Vince McMahon may legitimately be, apart from that? The Rock, yeah. the person we've spoken about explicitly the most on this podcast. I, we yeah, talk about him all the time. I agree with He's you. He's a fascinating human being. Not a good human being. Not a good a human being at all. One. But WWE is, is co-producing that documentary. And so you, because you, you can't get access to all the footage without right. doing it with them. And so you wonder, well, how much of the intricacies, intricacies, yeah. intricacies, intricacies is it going to really get into? <laughs> Whereas this Tiger Woods one, it's not authorized by Tiger Woods. And, and, and that usually gets like this tabloid-esque um, expression to it, like non-authorized. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's not that. It was made by two really good journalists in an incredible book. And, and, and this is like really... Um, substantive like arguments about his life. And it's in the people that are interviewed are incredible. His 16 year old girlfriend is interviewed and she brought like VHS, VHS tapes. And it's incredible to see him as a young man, like I, being a human being. For a second thought you were saying like his current 16 oh, no. year old oh, girlfriend. I'm that, like, wait a second. <laughs> that's phrasing. That's on my, that's on mine. Okay. Now you, you mentioned the book. Um, yeah. Have you, I, I know you talked about knowing a lot about mm. Tiger Woods and his, and his past life. And I know you're a, an avid reader. Have you read this book? I have read this book. So uh, is, is there anything that you know of in this book that could potentially change anyone's opinion on Tiger Woods? Like, is there, is there a bomb in there that we don't know about that you think they're going to focus on? In the, you know, it's not, it's not really that. It's more that their reporting was so good that you felt like you were there in all these scenes. Right, and right. I think it's mostly that people will be interested about the construction of the human being that is Tiger Woods through his militant bringing up of his father and like, you know, being a young like prodigy and stuff like that. But that was only because of this incredibly odd father son relationship and the uh -huh. way that they like manufactured him to be this good yeah, yeah. and emotionless. And then maybe how that pays off later in his life when he's unable to, you know, be a loving, emotional, committed human being. Right. And then, you know, it just all pays off. And I just, I find, I, I loved the book and I love this documentary and I really want people to watch it. Isn't that always the story with like the best in the world too? It's And then, oh, and then yeah. people get upset when they're not human and it's like, of course they're not. They they weren't racist. Like Mike Tyson is, is a huge oh, example of a it. Crazy he's, example. he's a Frankenstein and and he turned into, or a Frankenstein's monster. I don't care. I don't know what I, honestly, saying. can we, can we put settle this? Yeah. <laughs> like what's more famous now? The guy that created it or the, the, the monster who was created? This is real, a Dr. Frankenstein, Frankenstein situation. Uh, <laughs> It's a snake eating his tail at this point. <laughs> so you're recommending that talk. What's the documentary called? The documentary is called Tiger. Tiger. And uh, you know what? How about this? I'll tweet out uh, the trailer for it. Uh, when, oh, this, when this episode comes yeah, out and everyone great. can kind of, you know, jump on it. All and right, so I'm, I'm into that then. I know what I'm going to do as soon as we finish recording oh, this. Oh, it is, it is, I, I can't say enough good things about it. It's, you know, it's airing at 9 p.m. on Eastern Standard Time on HBO. So uh, have fun watching that. 
Perfect. That uh, sounds great. Yeah. Okay. So how have you been filling your time? What's what's going on in your life? Mikey, I miss you. I love you. Oh, thanks so much. I, I love me too. I mean, this is, oh, I'm okay. glad we can talk about this finally because I feel like I've been a very good boy and ever <laughs> so every, ever since Christmas stopped, yeah. people keep forgetting that. Like yeah. Santa comes to my door. Mm. He doesn't even use my door. chimney. He, he, use he respects chimney. you too much. Yeah, he does. And he, and he, we give each other a big hug and he says, he kisses me on the head and he says, you've been such a good boy. And I'm saying, why do you keep dressing up like the mailman? And then he says, you just don't tell your parents I'm here. I know I'm a couple days early, right. but you've been a real, real good days boy. Early. Yeah. And then he walks away and, it's and Sunday. he's, he, and, and he's always wearing that really beautiful trench coat that he has. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's a great, it's a great experience. But, but Santa's like a vampire. He has to knock and ask to come in. Yes, he does. Yeah. He needs to be invited, which is one of my favorite running gags in uh, what we do in the shadows. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> they just wait at the door frame. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they, they seem so perturbed when it takes them like 10 seconds. To, like, it. like, can we come in? It's like, sure. It's like, finally, Jesus. Heads up. We are going to keep talking about what we do in the shadows until you all watch it. Yeah. Everyone that's, needs to watch it. Is there, oh, you said they're filming season three in Toronto, right? They're filming season three right now. That's exciting. That's exciting. Yeah. So that's, that's really good. But to, I, to, to film my time, I've been, um, oh, were you about to say something? <laughs> No, no, no. I want to hear about how you're filling your time. I'm filling my time. I said this on the last week's episode, okay. and I continue to fill my time by playing Death Stranding. Oh, my God. I, Again, the eh? more Here's the weird thing about okay. this game. The more I play it, the more I enjoy it. Mm. And there's this weird feeling. Remember when we were first talking about Death Stranding earlier in 2020 when, when I had first played it, and I'm like, this is a walking simulator. Mm-hmm. All you do is walk from yeah. point A to point B, and I found that to be just unbearable yeah now that you've un- now that i've gotten to the point where i've unlocked roads and vehicles and exoskeletons and this right. and that the rare time when i get the chance to traverse the land on foot right i love it mm-hmm. i look for the for the thing that i did which i initially hated because there's this fun element of like bring three ladders with you and some climbing anchors and like plot your way up a mountain and like that's what it's about it really feels like a traversal game in a way that i never thought that would be fun yeah so it's 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 weird how it takes it takes it progresses to the point where i thought i wanted to go where i'm like well i don't want to walk there give me a car and then i get a car and i'm like i guess walking was kind of fun it's like (laughs) get me back there yeah (laughs) Um, that's really interesting because like it is funny the progression of like you know, you walk and then you get roads and then you get an exoskeleton. You're like, whoa, that's a big leap. And, uh, <laughs> it's like we went from like, oh, we built the fire and then built the wheel and then we had a spaceship. And you're like, whoa, that's spaceships? Spaceship uh, comes before fire, of course. <laughs> okay, so what what changed? What changed in your process of playing that made you turn on the Switch to go, I like this game? Well, it's not on the Switch. It's on the PlayStation 4. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, all my all my research, I'm just tearing it out, throwing it out. <laughs> no, you know what? My my my. I think ultimately, what changed was, you know, when you first pick up a game. Uh, yeah. I, I find this later in my life, uh, and it's the reason why we, why you and I keep doing things like going towards uh, Overwatch or sports games or sure. this and that, because it's familiar and you don't have to relearn anything. So anytime I pick up something new, there's a part of me that's like don't enjoy this. Like Mm. you don't want to like it. It's easier to just go to these other things where you don't have to spend the mental energy, which is bad to say, but I find myself getting in there. And once I got over thinking about all the reasons why I shouldn't like the game, I just started to appreciate the moment to moment, like the landscapes and the movement and the, and the, expansion of gameplay on things that I found kind of rewarding in other mm. games, like in Demon Souls, for example, you have to have your equipment load out and your yeah. weight has to be below a certain amount if you want to be able to do certain things and you can only carry so much in your inventory, so you have to balance that somehow. And sometimes I'll spend half an hour doing that in Demon Souls 
and feeling very satisfied when I've perfected right. it. And this is kind of the same way, except that is the game. And as long as you can get that through your head, that's the game. That's the game. That's the game. That's the game. Michael Douglas. That's the game. Starring Al Pacino. Well, in this in this instance, that's the game. Whoa, that's the game. Whoa. She has a big game. Um, I can smell it. <laughs> well, scent of a woman. Oh, of yeah, course. Yeah, oh, yeah. good. I that, that was my Al Pacino reference. <laughs> <laughs> that's my Al Pacino imitation. I, I can like smell that we it. go back and forth doing Al Pacino things, and then you're just like, it was like, whoa, oh, she's got a big ass, all this kind of stuff, and you just go, scent of a woman. <laughs> Oh, very good. Mikey participated. Oh, Mikey knows what movie he's in. Well, you know, it's funny because you're almost stealing my point a little bit. So, but about you. So you're absolutely the first person that should say it, rightfully so. Is that, you know, obviously we have a hashtag around here at, at uh, Retrograde HQ uh -huh. and it's hashtag Mikey doesn't finish. And <laughs> that's a big issue that I have about the way you consume entertainment. Yeah. yeah. Is that you're like, with it, like <laughs> not only in the first 10 minutes, do you got to go like, I don't know. Like, or, oh, I love this. Yeah. Is that Mikey's got to go, I had to be in a good headspace. It had to be a good day. Yeah. And the weather had to be nice. And yes. my couch had to be comfy. And it then, had to be. I, and it's all these things that are not dependent on the actual property itself. Right. It's on you and how you are at the yes. time. Isn't this Death Stranding? And you're absolute 180 about this. Making you rethink that you should give things a longer leash? 100%. Oh, really? 100%. Oh, I thought I was going to have to argue about no, this. No, no. This is, and this was... It, Playing Death Stranding, that idea had already started to creep in my head a little oh, bit okay. uh, before Death Stranding. And recognizing that there are all these fantastic games out there that people, uh, uh, you know, just have tons of great things to say about. Yeah. Like Red Dead, for example. Okay, yep. Um, Red Dead would be one exception for me because I've spent a ton of time with it and mm. it just keeps kind of fizzling out for me. Right. But I think the game that really turned me on this uh, was Last of Us 2. And I honestly don't know if I would have finished The Last of Us 2 if it weren't for needing to do so for this podcast. Because okay. we did our spoiler cast, yeah, which was one of my favorite episodes to record. Uh, if the listener, you haven't heard that, Andrew and I do a deep dive on everything about The Last of Us. That's that's in our back catalog there. You can go find that if you, if you search it up. It's somewhere in the summer. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I remember halfway through, like literally halfway through the game being like, this gameplay is not fun. I yeah. don't enjoy this. And then changing how I played the game to allow myself to enjoy it. Because it's a game where you scavenge for materials and you have limited resources. So I would play it very reserved and just be like, well, I'm not going to use any of these things because I might need to use them later. Right. And what ends up happening is you beat the game and you don't end up using anything. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, you yeah. watch some people play Last of Us. And I tweeted a, a video oh, of someone playing The Last I of Us recently. I love that thing you you watch. I was like, you know, it's like uh, like you went to play Rec League at the Y. And yeah. you're like, that was a good game. And then you watch the NBA game. You're like, oh, right. right oh, right, 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 that's, right, right. That's what this could look like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it looks like a movie. And, and when I started to play a little bit more recklessly and mm -hmm. realized that the game is almost encouraging you to do that and I remember having this experience with Max Payne 3 as well mm. trying to play it like a cover shooter yep. and every so often you just go balls to the wall and uh, you take off your, your trench coat put your balls against the wall cover <laughs> shooter just like when I was on Vogue oh you were a cover oh yeah I you was a cover be, shooter I yeah. remember those days when you were the me and, you were the me and Amon yeah yeah, me and Amon and uh, Amir, my ex, my ex husband. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm glad he's coming back into the yeah, canon. He is Nick Cannon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry, I derailed you. No, no, I, and and but playing The Last of Us and then and then halfway through having it click, and not yeah. only did I enjoy the gameplay, but I loved the gameplay. Yes, and recognizing that there's more there if I play the way the game wants me to, as opposed to how I think I need to play. Yeah, I really do love that, and that's that's what makes video games more, you know. Not more special, because that's not really it. But there's more facets to video games than there are a movie. You watch a movie, you're flatly watching a movie, and you go, 
Hmm. Okay. Interesting. And it might challenge you on certain topics and it might, you know, push you in different boundaries and that's totally fine. But video games can unlock this. Uh, like, it's like a, you know, it's like a, it's something with, like a puzzle for your brain yep. where you all of a sudden it shifts and you go, Oh, I'm supposed to be doing it like exactly. this. That's oh exactly my God. right. And you yeah. know, whereas a movie can't do that. It's like, I should be watching it upside down. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, oh yeah, my yeah, God. Yeah. You know, yeah. no, it's, it, I, I really glad to hear that because now we don't have to do hashtag Mikey doesn't finish. <laughs> we can say hashtag Mikey overcomes fear of commitment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, 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 that Uh-oh. obviously could oh, be God. the only instance of that ever happening. So everyone, all the deep ads use hashtag Mikey overcomes fear of commitment and we're all good now. One of my biggest fears right now is that COVID ends and I have to pretend like I, I'm going to start dating again. <laughs> right now I can be like, I can't because of uh, isolation. This is going to be like the summer of love when vaccinations oh come my out. God. It's going to be like post-war. It's going to be the baby boomers times too. Yes. Like it's, it's, or the next generation. <laughs> <laughs> or we all like, everyone, here we go. It's going to be single. Night and everyone's like, ah, uh, no, we've discovered internet pornography. We are good. Thank hey, you I very discovered much. that a long time ago, <laughs> and it has gotten me through this hell of a year. In a, and I, by hell of a year, I mean what a great year. I, I was gonna say, I don't read the news. Why? What's going on? Yeah. I haven't left my house just out of choice. There, um, are, there are people like that too. Oh, yeah. You know it, and who are going to get? I think more people than we admit are or, or realize are going to have a severe anxiety if things were to open up right Absolutely. now. It would be very hard for everyone to go back to their day to day life. Like. Turns out socializing is like a, a muscle you need to work out. That's a really good way of putting yeah. it. I, I agree with you. And like using, being able to flex it in any ways you can, like whether it's Zoom calls or online, you know, gaming and all the things that we've talked about, you know, just to keep it, just to keep it flexible. And what I've loved about this podcast and my other podcast we don't talk about, but being able to talk about t- two people on Zoom yes. calls yep. or, you know, you and I in person, which we've luckily been able to do has been good because if I had, if I had none of this, yeah. and then all of a sudden after 18 months, I was like, hey, let's go get a beer. I'd be like, oh my God. I know, I know. It would be- I, There's like, so many people in here. I moved to a kind of a more isolated area just outside of Toronto back to live with my parents when this first happened. And when I mm-hmm. moved back downtown to my place, uh, I remember like what I used to always love was just going out for a coffee, talking to strangers. Like I loved that interaction. In your trench coat. And my trench coat. <laughs> and I'd love chasing them after they ran away. It was just a good workout. Yeah. Um, but I remember like, feeling like I had cotton balls in my mouth, like yeah. not being able to speak and just like my mind wasn't working in the way that it used to. For it was sure. just a weird situation. Well, that's good. I'm glad, you know, I, I'm so fascinated about Death Stranding and I, I, I have to say, I want to participate in the joy that is bringing you. Yeah. So I am going to buy it. This I week, would love that. This week, I'm going to get it. I'm not slamming my hand. That would be, <laughs> that would that would be bad for It was podcast. just on sale recently for like half off. Oh, thanks. Okay, great. Awesome. <laughs> now it's twice as much. What yeah, the hell? Yeah, exactly. Oh my God, exactly. $300? Because you, you've been talking about two games that you missed last mm-hmm. year, Death Stranding and Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, those would be the two big ones that I definitely want to hit up. That and Hades. Uh, oh, Hades the, is fantastic. The three of those that I want because people just- But you've, you've never really been a fan of of roguelikes, right? Like, Doesn't like, mean I wouldn't start. True, good point. Maybe this Very is the good one. Point. Yeah. You know, uh, um, no, I like Rogue One. This <laughs> hey, is roguelike, not rogue specifically. Yeah, <laughs> I rewatched titular rogue. I rewatched Rogue One recently. Oh, okay. I think I told you this. I don't think I mentioned it on the podcast. And I was always kind of not a fan of it. Yes, it's a lot better than I remember it. Hey. It's still not the best Star Wars movie. Like I, I know a lot of people think it's the best of all of the new ones. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's yeah. We we always talk about how it's Force Awakens and the Last Jedi. No, what's the third one? Uh, uh, 
Rise of Skywalker? Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Thank you very much. It's always Force Awakens and Rise of Skywalker, people, because that's one aesthetic right. of storytelling with with Star, uh, with Star Wars. And then The Last Jedi and Rogue One. Yeah. And those are seeming like that. And then- and You then, either like <laughs> two of those or the other two, basically. Yes, yeah. you're, in, yeah. you're in two camps there. Yep. And then outside on the window is Solo tapping on it going, guys, <laughs> guys, and you're like, and we close the blinds. <laughs> what uh, about me? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm glad I'm glad you're rewatching this. Look, look at the progression you've made in 2021. I'm becoming a better person. You are. You're growing. I'm growing. You're, and I physically as well. Oh, really? I've you're grown so about four inches. Oh my god! It hurts. You're it monsters. really hurts. It really, really hurts. It's I don't a real like monster situation. But it's four inches width wise. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's just strange. Just getting wider. I'm just getting wider. You're, you're starting to have to wear a lot of vertical stripes to help <laughs> counteract that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you're playing. You're playing Death Stranding. I am playing Death Stranding. What are you playing these days? I am playing. Uh, for the first time ever, uh, I'm really getting into uh, Warzone. Really, <laughs> it's it's so funny. Like it's you, so you have these. Like you, you are. I'll say this very good at console first person shooters. I'm assuming you're playing it on your PlayStation or Xbox. Uh, I'm playing on my PlayStation. Uh, oh, I'm, I don't. That's very nice. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I. I don't know how good I am sometimes. But I, you know, because you face. I so I've been playing Fortnite for the last year. Yes. and and. And like how much I actually play, like I might look back and go, oh, you played less than 40 hours last year or something like that. Mm -hmm. But it feels like it's a constant because whereas I play something like Last of Us obsessively for two and a half weeks yeah, yeah. and then I didn't touch it since then. Right. Uh, that was a period of my life where Fortnite got stretched over a year. Yeah. And even though I, I played way less of that than I played other games, it still feels like a present in my life. For sure. Um, presence in my life. Uh, whereas Warzone is doing the same thing now. And I will say just the competition between the two. Warzone has better shooters. Uh, the, those people that are playing that game, holy smokes. Uh, yeah, that's like Counter-Strike. Counter-Strike's the same thing. It's yes. like you play, the people who played Counter-Strike, if they play Overwatch, their hit scans are like McCree or Soldier or something yeah. like that. But I can't play Call of Duty games because the mechanics required to compete are so high. Yeah. It's, it's less about minute-to-minute -minute strategy, which I think would be more attributed to Overwatch and even Fortnite. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's more about just pure twitch mechanics and your yeah. ability to shoot quickly and accurately yeah in my co-op life with my player one she she was gonna play last of us and she's like this is too spooky <laughs> and i was like okay i totally get that because she was so tense the whole time yeah and she would hand me the controller like just wet and yeah, i'm like, yeah, I'm yeah, like yeah. oh boy to me call of duty she is found that. it that exciting eh? yeah <laughs> it's a completely sexual game <laughs> and uh no is that is it uh you know call of duty is a much more scary game to me because if, you, if your opponent sees you before you see them, you're dead. Yeah. And so, like, sometimes it's like, after playing for 20 minutes in one round of this battle royale, I go, oh, and I'm dead. And yeah. I'm like, because I can see the red dot of me getting hit, and I didn't see the guy. Yeah. And it scares the absolute piss oh. out of me. You know, where I'm like, I'm so like, I'm looking down my barrel at a sniper rifle going like, where can I go? For oh, I'm dead. Oh, and my it's God. A pretty, it's a pretty visceral sound, too, when, oh, yeah. you, get, when you get And it hit. vibrates, yes. and it's in your hand, and you're yeah. like, oh, my God, yeah. So I will say, in a way that, like, I... It's a, it's a very odd thing where games are now like, you know, getting more expensive and, you know, putting so much, so much more money into yep. the production of it. And, yep. and then there's this counter bottom end of it going, I'll give it to you for free. Yeah. And you're like, what? And you're like, you can play as much as you want. And you're yeah. like, I, 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 I'm, I'm amazed by that. I am confused by it. I'm a little like got my back up, but I will say Warzone at to play at 22 minutes a time or something like that and never think about it has been a nice little spell for me. Let me ask you this. Okay. Say you go a year without playing any of these games. Sure. Overwatch, Fortnite, Warzone. Okay. Now you get to pick one of them up for the first oh. time again. Which would you go for? Which would you think you would gravitate more towards? Because you've spent a decent amount of time with all of those. Overwatch, Fortnite, yeah. and Warzone. Overwatch has been in my life for a couple of years now. Um, 
Wow, that's a really good question. If I had only played one game yeah. of it, it would not be Overwatch. Because okay. Overwatch, if you told me like, you could play one for the rest of your life, I'd be like, oh, maybe it's Overwatch. Because that consistency and that ranking system yeah, and all yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff is kind of the allure of it. Right. You wouldn't want to play one solo game. You'd be like, oh no, I want to keep going mm-hmm. and try different characters and shit like that. Whereas the other two are like, you're always the same guy, yep. even though you look different or whatever. You're just the same controls. So it would probably handle better. Oh man, I... Oh, I I probably play Fortnite because I'd be very I'd be very interested to see how they've changed the map and all sure, the characters sure. and all that kind of stuff. And while I think the gameplay is more technically sound in Warzone, like it's like, well, the, the better players are going to do yes, better. Yes. Whereas this is like more of a fanciful unicorn game with lots sure. of colors and shit like that. Uh, it's kind of fun to see it evolve. And like every, you know, six months completely redo. Yeah. It's kind of a lot of fun. And I'd almost go like, oh, what? I want to see it now. You know, what's this? Oh, that's crazy. I like that. You know just to I mean? kind of check back yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. And it's less, well, maybe, maybe it is because I don't know as much about Fortnite. That's the one that I never really got into. But yeah. with Overwatch, I haven't played it for a few weeks. And it's intimidating the idea of going back to it because now the meta's changed. Characters yeah. have gotten buffed in ways that I may not know. Like it's, it's kind of, I'm at the point where I'm like, I think if I give it another two weeks, I may not play it again. You know what I mean? Yeah, you do, you you relapse. You don't yeah. want to like, you know, you've broken your streak. Mikey was playing this game all the time. Consistently for three years? Yeah, about three years. Yeah. Uh, like at least once a week. Wow. So and now now I'm at the point where I'm getting time in with other games. I'm, yeah. I'm cleaning up my backlog a little bit and I'm like, is that something I want to invite back into my life? Do you think it's because of uh, uh, the, the PS5? PlayStation 5, oh which is, is staring directly at you. <laughs> I love that it's there. It's it's looking in your eyes. It's right at It me. faces directly at you. Oh my God. And um, it's behind me. Like, it's like, you know, it's taking an attack angle because it's on my blind spot. It's flanking you hard. Yeah. 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 The PS5 is my Iceman to my mouth. <laughs> Good God. I'm going to dress it in a trench coat just to really put you on edge. Uh, <laughs> sunglasses over top of it? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. man. Um, I, think, I think that has a, something to do with it. And I think it was also just kind of a conscious choice to right. not... Uh, uh, default to something because it was easier to do. Yeah, it's like a safety security blanket or uh, whatever, like a stuffed animal when you're a kid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I think I think like similarly, what I used to do all the time when I just had some free time, like rather than going on something like Overwatch, I would mm-hmm. just turn on a site like Newgrounds and go to a game like Alien oh, Hominid. I see what you're doing here. Yeah, yeah and, and very good. I, I think that these games, uh, you know, from all those Flash websites. Okay, R.I.P. Flash. R.I.P. Um, like uh, Rest in Power. Like <laughs> Rest like, in Power Flash. <laughs> like Newgrounds, like, hey, by the way, do you think the flat the Flash woke up on January 1st? Like, what I didn't what the fuck is going on? There's here? a disturbance in the force. <laughs> <laughs> the Flash himself. Yeah. Oh my God. Flash drives. Uh, like, oh yeah, there's just a lot of misunderstanding, miscommunication <laughs> yeah, yeah. there. Like I took a picture the other day. It was so dark. <laughs> I had no idea what was going on. Oh my god. I heard thunder last night, but I didn't see any uh, <laughs> that that Queen song is very, very different all of a sudden. <laughs> Uh, wow, that was weird. What the hell is, is something wrong with iTunes? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I I, uh, I remember all the time addicting games, E-Bombs World, yeah, Newgrounds, yeah. um, Shockwave.com, like all these. Maybe Shockwave was different. I think that ran on Flash. Anyway, I think so. Um, it was all these little mini games that you really didn't have to learn because they were all pick up and play. Like yeah. you, you knew how to play it right off the bat. And that was, I think, maybe like the equivalent to something like Overwatch for me, where it's like, I got five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Let me waste some time on this. What was? Do you remember that website? Do you have any of those favorite websites that you would have gone to? I, I was about to say how sad it is that E-Bombs World has done more to shape my personality than my parents. Yeah. 
like you know, like I was like, well, I saw your parents' video on E Bombs World. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, uh, it was very hot. It was uh, very hot. <laughs> yeah, is that like those like jerky boys and yeah, like you yeah, kick yeah. my dog and shit like that? Is like when now I look back on it, my I cringe so hard, but I'm like, oh my god, I love that. I know, I know. Ugh. It was it was mainly just all the videos were like funny because the person was imitating an accent, like yeah. like tie my shoe, kick my dog, yeah. all those like jerky boy, all that, and it's just like that's that was comedy back then. Yeah. Oh like, man. And then we, and then you got all these unfunny people going like, you can't be funny anymore. Yeah. It's like, so you can, because the only bit you had was mimicking someone else's yeah. accent. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so dumb. Yeah, I know. I did. There's definitely a huge cringe uh, quality to it, but they were a huge part of growing up because it was also the introduction to the internet. It was, yes. you know, that first stage where it's like, this is free. I can do whatever I want here. Right. Oh my God. That's great. And flash games are a huge part of that. Yeah. And it was, it was every day there were different things. I remember addictinggames.com used to have uh, like the top 100 list oh. and they'd, oh, you'd go to like the top of that list, see any new ones. There were also a ton of South Park flash games that yes. I used to download all the time. Back when like South Park was another one of those edgy things that like you weren't supposed to oh consume. I love that, man. Oh yeah, they were, no, they were huge. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, <laughs> so did you play Alien Hominid at all when uh, when it was a flash game or see, did you wait for it to come to console? Do you, no, I didn't. Uh, I, I've never played this game. Oh, you haven't? No, okay. I've never played this game and, but when you brought it up, I was like, I know that title. Right. Like, like that was some kind of accomplishment, but I was like, Oh no, I know that game. Okay. Let's, uh, let's do this thing. Right. So, so, uh, uh, alien hominid started off in 2002. It made it to new grounds. Uh, this was, uh, and it was a super, super popular game. Okay. It was played over 20 million times. Whoa. Uh, designed, uh, by Thanks for not making me guess that. No, no. Yeah. I mean, How many million times this played? Played specifically, oh, like yeah. would have no reference for that. But it was uh, designed by Dan Paladin and Tom Fulp. Tom Fulp, I believe, is the creator of Newgrounds. Mm. And Dan Paladin is a, a very well-renowned designer of video games and worked with Newgrounds quite a bit. Also made Castle Crashers. I was just going to say, I recognize that name because of the hilarious last name. Pa- of, yes. Like, choosing, what what does Dan want to choose as? Paladin. Yeah, Paladin every <laughs> time. And then he designs Castle Crashers around that whole idea. Yeah. Dan, you're always a Paladin. Be a wizard this time. <laughs> no, I'm a, not a mage. Read my name tag. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, so they they actually created a couple of, of artists uh, and, and designers at Newgrounds created the Behemoth, which is the publishing studio that, uh, oh. that uh, or sorry, the development studio that made the game. Oh, okay. Uh, it came out and was very well received, especially by the fans because it had that kind of underground appeal. And this was a really interesting way of kind of like if a, you know, when web series first started to come to yeah. TV, like yeah. something would start as a web, like Children's Hospital, for yeah. example, and then it became a TV show. And you're like, wow, that's amazing. You can have just such a quality product that a television station has no choice but to pick it up because it has such a such a big following mm-hmm. that was similar to something like alien hominid and it was great to see because it's like all these games that we had spent so much time playing are now getting recognition in the mainstream uh, uh, video game media right. so this was it was more um momentous i think than people would realize if they weren't involved in the flash game community okay. back before uh it, it well was retired yeah and, and before console games became a lot more like free to play and, and accessible before it was retired yeah just like your grandmother. Just retired. Yeah, we put that put that Rolex on it. <laughs> retired from life. <laughs> See you guys later. Put in my time. I've had enough. I've yeah, had enough. I've, I've I think I'm good here. Yeah. Oh, it's like the end of the good place. Um, oh, oh, sorry. Spoiler oh, alert. So good. Well, well. What do you? Th- how do you think that show was going to end? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, that's a specific. That's a good point. I don't know. <laughs> like a title card at the end, and they lived happily ever after. And you're I like, think. Oh. I think. A, well, if you haven't seen it. You might, but I think the more you watch the show, the more you know where it's going. Yeah, that's. I think I think that's fair. Like, and I think that yeah, it wasn't like at the at the end. I'm like, no. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, it was yeah, more yeah, like, yeah. Hmm, nice. Which is 
kind of relative to the characters themselves. It's kind of nice. Yeah, I like how we're talking like, around this so much. Yeah, 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 We're doing yeah, yeah, so yeah. well at not yeah, telling. Yeah. Watch a good place. That's a couple, all i A couple listeners have already reached out to us, uh, Aaron Omar included, uh, oh, nice. to say that uh, they've been consuming The Good Place since since you and oh. I recommended it because we've been talking about it a lot on the podcast recently. You were a fan of it a lot longer than yeah. I was, uh, but uh, I just recently just went through it all. So it's mine. I'm a, I'm a hipster. I'm the, I'm the original. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it before it was cool. So you screw you guys. I popularized it show. though when I started watching it. So I'm the cool one. Um, <laughs> uh, so the gameplay in Alien Hominid, you will recognize uh, games that you've played that are similar to this. I think okay. most notably is probably Metal Slug. Oh. It's got a similar artistic design in that it looks kind of hand-drawn. Right. You get hit once, you're dead. You've oh. got your regular blaster, but some power-ups and you throw grenades. But the story of this is a lot more uh, kind of wacky. I mean, well, maybe not more wacky uh, than Metal Slug because Metal Slug was kind of fucked up, but <laughs> wacky in a different way, more sci-fi. Like yeah. you are an alien that crash lands on Earth and the CIA is basically trying to get you. Uh-huh. And it's all very, it's very tongue in cheek and it's very self-aware. And because of that, I think it doesn't take itself too seriously. Mm-hmm. And it's just a fun game to play. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, no, I know. I... I have seen this game. I'm aware of this game. I'm excited to play this game. It's kind of like it's kind of like last week with Kirby, where it's like, wait, why did I never play this game? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm kind of confused. That by this. I mean, last week's Kirby episode is one of the most amazing examples of a game that I can't believe I never played. Right, as someone who loved Kirby back in the day, hate him now. Yeah, um, <laughs> he knows what he did. <laughs> we'll beat him up. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but it's 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 one of those things where I'm like, how did this pass by my radar without me playing it? And I mm-hmm. guess there's just only so many games you can play as a kid. Uh, but this is definitely one of them because I was aware of it before it was released. And, you know, the other one, too, is this being free. Like, a huge part of, like, not playing something as a kid is you are financially strapped, you know what right. I mean? Or even today, you know, to be honest, you can't play 300 games a year right, unless right, you're, right, like, right. an eccentric millionaire with all the time on your hands. Yeah, which uh, I was at six years old. <laughs> yes, exactly. You were Howard Hughes type, uh, yeah. you know, peeing in jars. I'd and say more Batman, your except I killed my parents <laughs> stole my mom's pro I'm also Joe Chill in this situation. Joe Chill. Joe Chill killed Batman's oh, parents. Oh, not a very chill move, dude. No. <laughs> no. I think they meant like chilling. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and now it's like Joe Chill is like, you know, a very cool guy. Hey, it seems awesome. Yeah. I hope he kills my parents. <laughs> I'm going to buy my mom a pearl necklace right now. All right, awesome. (laughs) He's holding a lot of pearl necklaces, guys. Uh (laughs) Collects them. them. Joe, chill. Got to stop that. No, but this this game came out on the GameCube. That's what we're going to be reviewing it on. Uh, So it wasn't free, but it was free as a Flash game. So this is kind of just like the modernized, more... Uh, playable high-end version of what you would have played on Newgrounds. But Mm -hmm. the reason why I want to refer to Newgrounds so much is because it kind of became what it is because of its cult following when it was free to play. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's fair. And that's probably what I meant more on the addicted games. Yes. Kind of side yes. Now, or new grounds. Yeah. Um, man, I'm excited to play this game. Like uh, I, we've done well recently yeah. with these flash style. Yeah. Side to side kind of games. I think they tapped into something and because of the nature of them being a little bit, you know, they didn't have the horsepower behind them as like mm. an arcade game or something uh, like that. They, uh, Oh, horsepower. Right like the wind bullseye. <laughs> You're a good podcast. Nay, nay, nay. Oh, Woo-hoo! no! You said it! Well, that's been a while. Horsecast. Oh, my God. Uh, as, as I make a note of uh, of that, wow, geez, our, our horse horse and eggs crew, horse <laughs> eggs crew is going to be uh, pretty pretty excited oh about that Oh, my God. I, I imagine what it's like when they listen to this podcast with headphones in and just scream. Just you, well, scream. I don't the think top. they scream. I think they neigh. Oh, they neigh? Yeah. They bray? They bray. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and if you don't know what we're talking about, it's too difficult to explain. <laughs> Head over to our Twitter account and catch yourself up. Uh, I'm at Retrograde Mikey. Andrew is at Retrograde Andy. And uh, we have at Retrograde Pod as well. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I oh, Jesus. 
I, <laughs> are you mad at yourself for saying it? Yeah, because yeah. it always, it's, it's just something that it's like, it's, you try not to because mm-hmm. you don't want it to seem like it's something you're doing automatically yeah. or like like on purpose. Yeah. But it's amazing how often horse references come up when you're they, trying not to do it. It's insane that when we were doing all those drops for Dropcasts, uh, which <laughs> came up so much for like 15 episodes. Yes. And then we just have naturally, like I trust me, I'm not not trying to say yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but when it comes up, it's amazing how many times we say horses. Like I know. It's, it blows my mind. Okay. It's impressive. Wow. Um, but yeah, so so uh, I, I think based on the nature of, of Flash games, like I said, not having the horse power yeah. of, uh, uh-huh. of of console games and arcade games they really had to stand apart on gameplay and design like just something simple yeah. that wouldn't and, and and by the nature of that it kind of meant that it wouldn't age poorly it was simple so it's easy to pick up and play so the controls aren't going to age poorly and i think that's why when we go back and play a game like this and know what we're expecting it's always going to play relatively well yeah I, I i agree with you they play well within their sandbox like there's only they had limited amount of I don't know the right term for this. Ram? I have no sure, idea. Sure. They have the limited amount anything, yeah. of that. And so they use it in all the ways they can instead of saying, like, stretching themselves super thin in this huge, yep. wide open space. Exactly. You know, Dixie Chicks. Uh, <laughs> um, is that, uh, you know, and so therefore it ages well because it's constricted. You know, we kind of talk about this on the podcast all the time. The ones that know exactly what they're trying to do yes. and live within it, yep. you know, usually last really well. It seems like that because they're not reaching too much. Yeah. And and I think the, the example that we always bring up for games that are always reaching too much is like PlayStation 2 era yeah, when they're like, that. we've got we've got the horsepower now. Oh, no. Shout, shout out. <laughs> uh, we've got the horsepower now. Let's make everything realistic. Yeah. And it's like, you didn't have the horsepower then. There were a lot of kinks to work out. So those early era PlayStation 2 games, late PlayStation 1, are often miserable. Yeah, yeah. Cause, yeah. That was the generation where it's like, let me show what I can do. Yes, and you're exactly. Like, oh boy. Turns you know. out that wasn't that great. No, it's not. No. Um, uh, but that's that's kind of that. Now, typically, what we like to do on this podcast, mm-hmm. as I mentioned earlier, is uh, rate the games and review them out of four bits as we remember them back when we used to play them, and then we rate them and review the game as it stands up in the modern day against the modern games, the likes of Death Stranding and mm-hmm. Ghost of Tsushima, as we mentioned earlier. Yep. Since Andrew hasn't uh, played this game in the past, what he's going to do after the break is rate it and review it as he thinks he would have liked it back in the day playing it as a kid uh, I do remember playing this game so once we get back from the break as well I'll hold my score until then I'll I will give it my actual rating plus the other rating as it stands up in the modern day can't wait can't wait I I'd can't say wait to go play this game let's go let's go do it let's take a break but before we do let's give a quick shout out to ANC Games mm-hmm. who are uh, the the very nice individuals who own a store a game store in Toronto at 452 Spadina Avenue uh, in Toronto, but they also do have an online presence. Uh, they have a lot of retro games. They are big into the retro gaming community in Toronto, which is a lot bigger than oh, you yeah. may think. Uh, they lend us these games to play so we don't have to play them modded, and it's very much appreciated to them mm-hmm. to do that. Sometimes they give us the consoles as well, which is, which is great when we don't have it. So thanks again to them. Please check them out. Uh, AC Games Online is how you can you, you find them online yep. or at ANC Games Online uh, for, for Twitter as well. But before we go play the game, we're going to give you a little preview of what we're doing over at the Mushroom Club. That's patreon.com slash retrograde podcast. Uh, we appreciate everyone who's joined us over there. It's $5 per month. We have a ton of bonus content. Yeah. In the month of December, if you look back at the catalog of games that we did in December mm. on the regular podcast, uh, some bangers like GoldenEye. Bangers. Uh, we had Enter the Matrix. Yeah. We had Star Wars Episode One Racer. And we had Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed. And on the Mushroom Club, we did the corresponding movie. We did a, a deep dive into the movies. Yeah. Uh, some of them were great. Some of them were terrible. Oh. Um, uh, I have my thoughts on the Matrix 2. Boy, did his. you. <laughs> 
Oy, did you? I had a lot of them. Uh, and this week we've got, or this month we've got uh, just as much fun things oh planned. So, so uh, go check us things. out. Yeah, so absolutely. So next bit you're going to hear is a preview of what's happening over the Mushroom Club. And then we're going to go play the game. All right. We'll see you on the other side. Bye. So it's 2021 and we have a lot of thoughts about this year that is full of optimism in a weird way. Yeah. Because things can only get better. Hopefully. Uh, hopefully. <laughs> God, I said that out loud. Yeah. Yeah. God, I think it, you just jinxed us specifically. Uh, Galactic this Federation. Um, <laughs> so what we want to do is take a look at some of the most anticipated games and movies. Right, and then okay. we're going to give two examples that we're very excited about. Two movies, two games. And one of each that we think is going to be a flop. Okay. Do you want to start by reading off the list of anticipated movies? Okay. Everyone just take a breath and follow along with me, okay? No, you can breathe. Oh, oh no, you can breathe. Oh, God. Oh, you need to check your lung oh. capacity, man. Alien hominid. Alien hominid babies. Imagine, like, you're at the point in your career where you're just kind of, like, making games for fun on Newgrounds. I'm sure they were making money, but then mm. someone comes up to you and they're like, yo, do you want to get, like, legit paid for this? Yeah. And you just do the same thing, get more money to build a better game, and then, oh, like, God. that would just be the dream. That would be like uh, recording a podcast for free for three years. <laughs> and then somebody's like, hey, do you want to get paid to do that? I'm like, yeah, sounds yes, good. Yes, sir. So we're watching this opening intro. We've got a uh, a crash landing uh, space Yeah. Thing, so an alien got alien shot himself. out of the sky. Yes. And he's now going to crash on Earth. Did we? Yep. There, or whoops. just crash in general. So now we're loading 1-1 and it's taken over from, no, I think it's crash on Earth. Oh, okay. It's crashing into Dave Matthews. Oh my That's God. That's what that song's about. <laughs> into me. <laughs> Loading 1-1. One, one. So here we go. Um, we kill aliens, it says on a sign that says, we kill aliens. It's right outside the FBI office. The spaceship has crash landed. They take the spaceship and they're sweeping up and they- Nothing <laughs> to see here. <laughs> Guy walks by with a sign that says, nothing to see here. Well, this is mayhem. Oh my God. There's so much going on. Okay. So characters are coming on left, right, top, bottom. It's, you know what I'm finding hard about this already? A is to figure out who my character is versus yours. I don't have a hat, but you do. But with all the mayhem going on, it's still really tough to figure out. Yeah, and our characters are very similar to each other. Oh, geez. They're literally oh. the same, except you have a red hat on. And oh, if you get hit once, you're dead. So if they push you off screen, uh, you lose a life. No way, really? Yes, I just got pushed off by that like tank FBI guy. If you, if you jump on uh, the guys, you do like oh this, you kind of control them. It's kind of funny. Some of the death animations are brutal. Yeah, it's similar to Castle Crashers. Like they, just cause it's an arcade game, also similar to Metal Slug. It's like kind of ridiculous how violent it can get. Oh, oh my God, I'm down to one life. Oh, no lives. Oh my God, this is hard, dude. I don't remember it being this hard. Jump up. So, so the there's this, this alien robot thing that, uh, oh that has God. three moves. It's got a high attack, a low attack, and then a running attack where you have to be on the high ground when it runs away. We're oh. wearing each other. You, Andrew jumped on me. <laughs> Jump off of me. Oh, no, not there. <laughs> just literally so what, what was the point of that? So you, you're not supposed to be jumping on the, but there, there's a move where you can jump on, uh, oh my God, on the enemies. Hard. There's a move where you can jump on the enemies and kind of control where they go, jump up. And, oh. now, he's gonna, and now he's gonna run across. I am getting my ass kicked. So I love, this is the pattern recognition thing that I love in games where you kind of get the sense this this alien he's got, or this robot, he's got a high attack, a low attack, and then he runs across the screen. So you need to go on the high, uh, the low ground, then jump up to the high ground, and then uh, jump over him when he runs. And then, shit, this is impossible. Oh, oh my, my God. God, dude. He, this is crazy Sorry. hard. 
This game is so reminiscent of Metal Slug. What I'm finding difficult is it's a 4-3 ratio, like an, like the old uh, standard CRT yeah. screens. And there's so much going on on screen that it's really hard to maintain. It's really hard to tell what is their shooting and our shooting. Yeah. And, like, and who I am and who you yeah. are. Here, I'll go right, you go left. Okay, sounds good. So there's people dropping down on us uh, from a, a helicopter. Um, we're trying to parse out the screen. Jim Parsons out the screen. It's tough. Jim Parsons, yeah. Whoa, that's cool. A little foreground. Foreground background action. Yeah, that's really cool. Oh, shit. Guy with a flamethrower. He's got a lot more ammo. God damn. Even, like, what I'm finding crazy about this is, like, even knowing what to expect, I'm still dying. Nice. Nice. Okay, so you can just jump okay, up. Okay, Mikey is... See, I like this process of... of understanding his uh his his patterns like now now i know that i'm able to jump he does this like ground and pound thing oh. and i can jump oh game over, game over. Jesus Christ. Oh, just as you were saying just as i was saying it's getting easy yeah <laughs> wow okay so Holy i thought because when we were continuing smokes. i was like oh it's gonna let us go for as long as we need to this is great but no we it gotta... didn't let us put in more change into the machine player I keep one throwing change at the tv and it's not yeah. working <laughs> Watch the FBI truck. So I, I got into a vehicle there, which is good. Can you yeah, throw some grenades at the FBI truck? We went the whole nice. first round without knowing you could do any. Oh, we oh, both got hit. We both got hit us. by a dumb little bee. We both went for the weapon You know and what's died. kind of interesting, though? If you know where the enemies are coming from. Oh, shit. Uh -oh. This is the hard guy. Oh, damn it. So we this is the alien that we died a bunch on. So I'm going to try to remind us. Now jump up. Yeah. And then he's going to run at us. And then, and then we jump. Stay up here because then he runs back. There you go. Okay. And now he runs back. Oh, and he, and he killed both of us. That's what I mean Jesus is, is the timing. Just, oh, and he just killed me again because I couldn't jump down in time. There is so much happening on screen and the way that they all stack on top of each other, it's impossible to tell where you are. You're just shooting it's, blindly it's a lot hard, of It's hard, but time. I'm getting better at it. I'm able to, to parse it out now. Like, I, I honestly am getting better at this game. And uh, and I know that that's not, you know, I'm not an expert yet, but I'm, I'm doing way better this time than I was the last time. I say as I die. As I die. As I lay dying. This is the William Faulkner As I lay dying. You yeah. just killed me by jumping up there. That's that's not my fault. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, somehow not blaming the game, but blaming me. That's, that's it's early. It's easier that way, Andy. Nice, we did it. See, we're great at this game. Oh my God. This is the God. easiest game I've ever played. So I've got, I think I'm down to my last, uh, my You're last, down your last here. Uh, yeah, last continue here. Oh, and it's a boss. So this okay. is where I die, I think. Holy shit. Oh my god. What the hell? So he so if you get under him, he'll crush the car. But Oh shit, oh he's boy. killing all the cars. I can't even This is insane. He's like shaped like a bee. I don't know why that's important, but it is. It's Oh shit. Oh my god. There you go. There you go. There you go. Oh. oh it's impossible because he kills all the cars just by Oh man. This it's is a I... lot. It's a lot. Mikey's doing okay though. He's, you know, He's got a couple dents on the guy, throwing some bombs up. Come on, Mikey, you're our only hope. This is Princess <laughs> Leia shit right here. There you go. Nice. Oh, oh game over. Holy God. shit, that was, that a, was a lot. And welcome back to the Retrograde. Ooh, Andrew, came in, coming in with more energy than I thought you would after oh, that game. Oh, you oh. did not seem happy playing that game. Um, It was very frustrating. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, it like, was I, very frustrating. I was going to say, it's like more than like quality or like, you know, getting into scores and stuff like that. It w- As an experience as a player, mm-hmm. it was very frustrating. Constant death is a very frustrating thing. Right. Uh, and you deal with that in your day-to-day life. Oh my God, yeah. yeah. It's a Grim Reaper chasing him. I just haven't <laughs> let him catch me yet. Um, <laughs> you just keep like Aikidoing him into other people that are <laughs> yeah. taking the taking the L for you. Steven Seagal, pinky, and he flips <laughs> over twice and I run away. Yeah. Un- unlike Steven Seagal. And uh, yeah, no, I, I just... You know, I know you're a huge uh, Demon Soul fan and yep. Bloodborne and all these games that, um, you know, involve, kill you a lot. <laughs> yeah, involve death. And like, that is part of the game where you go, hmm, yeah, how can I do better? Yes. You know, I, I found this to be, whereas I, yes, there was patterns with enemies and things like that, with, with bosses, not with enemies. Right, with right, right, right. And that was very interesting. But like, w- there was so much happening on screen and they're all overlapping each other that sometimes you'd fall from the sky and like, oh, am I dead? Yes. Which is yeah, yeah, not yeah, yeah. a great sign when you're like, I didn't even know if I was alive or not Here, <laughs> to be shooting blindly. Here's one thing. This is a rare case where I honestly think co-op may be more difficult to play in this yeah. than regular because the screen, we, we mentioned this during the gameplay, is, is four by three as opposed mm-hmm. to 16 by nine where it's like the widescreen, right? Yeah. Um, so there's way less room for things to move on screen and yet it's packed full. Like if this were full widescreen, it would still be hard to follow yeah. given the amount that's going on screen but there's such a limited room for error in a game where your jumps are very floaty and you don't have control over your character that much until you hit the ground again and then can kind of pivot one way or another yeah so if you jeremy pivot jeremy Jeremy pivot exactly yeah Yeah. um so if you make the wrong move or think like if which happened to me often i thought that i was your character because they're literally the same except one of us has a hat and one of us doesn't (laughs) it's Um, a real malibu stacy thing that they're exact same but one has a new hat exactly exactly yeah and that's the one you need absolutely needs it yeah um but I, I think, like you said during the gameplay, uh, I'm a bit more okay with death in yes. games. I, I, I do kind of treat that as a learning experience. Like, the first time we were playing this game, knowing that it's it's paying homage to, like, the old school arcade games, right. I was okay with the fact that I was going to die a lot. I knew that was going to happen. Absolutely. And I'm okay with that. The, the, the fact that you will die and that's part of the game and you'll come back and all this kind of stuff is very interesting. It's also a huge part of the religion. And uh, <laughs> But is that... Is that you die at such frequency yeah. and then it's a game over. That's about when we got to game over. I'm like, uh Oh, now I'm not okay with dying so much, yes. you know, because you know, if you think you're really going to beat this game, which I know, I understand we probably would get better over yep. time, yep. which we already did slightly, but we, I mean, double, like from one, one try to the next, we literally doubled our progress. So we, so we, there, there were two bosses in the first level. Yes. In that first level, there is a boss that, uh, we did not get better at. Like, honestly, we did not get better at the You're first right. boss. You're right. We did die quite a bit the of that. The second yeah. boss, we got much, much yes. better at. Yeah. Much, much. But the first boss was still like, oh my God. Yeah. This yeah. God, which is the first one you face, which I think is part of the problem is like, you know, we're human. Our perceptions get shaped really quickly yep. that in the first couple of minutes. And when we had to keep playing that one, I was like, oh my God, I hate this guy. Right. You know? The and, the the uh, learning curve is non-existent in this game or it's, it's a 90 degree angle. Like, yeah. it's you jump in and you're dying immediately. Like, we died so much in this game that I was convinced that we had unlimited continues. Yeah. Because we just kept on dying and kept coming back. I was like, there's no measurement for this. Like, mm-hmm. this can't be something that they're planning for you to do. We're just shitting the bed and it's like, okay, handholdy, go go like go back and play. Like you're yeah. okay, dust it off. Uh, and then we died and got the game over, and I was like, oh, wow, so you do have a limited number of continues, which, of course, that's how these games work, but um, I'm not used to, like you said, dying as often as we did, uh, yeah. and that's part of it where when you get hit once and die, there's no room for error. Right. Every mistake is a death, and that's that's a level of difficulty that, 
or maybe like a, a line in the sand in terms of difficulty. Like you're either okay with it or you're not. Right. There's no margin for error. Yeah. Um, and I'm not a huge, huge fan of that, to be completely honest. Like every mistake means you die. But uh, but I was able to kind of learn the systems a little bit more and enjoy it more as we played. Yeah, like I was okay with it with almost the boss stuff, even though that boss first boss was very frustrating. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was okay with that because that is boss battles in video games in general. Sure. They do a thing. You got to learn to adapt around that thing. They're not going to adapt. You have to adapt. Right. I like that. That's totally fine. Yep. I get that. And for the most part, most bosses are like one hit and you lose anyway. Yes. So, that part all made sense. It was the meaningless deaths in between the bosses yeah. that you're like, oh, wait, what? Why? Yeah. That guy walked by me the first time, and then the second time I got knocked. Right. Like, wait, what the hell was that all about? So there was little stuff like that where I'm like, it just felt a uh, little cheap. Yeah, and, and unpredictable. And that's kind of, you know, I talk a lot about this uh, on the podcast. Difficulty is totally acceptable for me in, in a game as long as every time I die, I feel like it was deserved or yeah. it was my fault. And in the bosses, I still kind of believe that it was. It okay. was a timing issue. You have to predict the pattern, understand the pattern, but then there's also a key element of timing. And uh, that we got better at. We didn't perfect, which I didn't expect to. But when, you, like you said, in between bosses, when you die, there's just so much going on on screen right. that sometimes it happens and I'm just like, I don't know what I could have done to, yeah. to prevent that. And that just seems part of it. Granted, as much as I say this, I know I could go on YouTube probably and find a hitless run, like someone mm -hmm. doing a hitless run. Am I ever going to get that good? No. Is it yeah. realistic to expect that? No. But it didn't make it entirely unenjoyable to me. No, for sure. You could find some of the worst games of all time and you'll find some guy doing it online yes. that's yeah. like, it's perfect. And you're like, and like, not it's perfect. They did it perfectly yes. and still going like, yeah, this game is whatever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and, and, and part of the, you know, part of why you go back to it and what we'll get to, I'm sure we'll score this game in a second here. Yeah. is like, part of the thing is it's a video game. Are you having fun playing this video game? So th I think this is the big difference between you and me. Oh. I did have fun playing this game. Well, okay. Hmm. I did. I, I enjoyed it and I know that you didn't <laughs> or, or not, not as much, but I, I, yeah, okay. I loved the art design. I loved the frenetic nature of it and the chaotic nature of it. I do love playing co-op. So that mm. was a plus, but I also believe that if I were actually trying to beat the game, like on my own accord, I would probably rather play it single player. Okay. Um, if we had unlimited continues, I would have loved to play that game co-op because then you're, you know, just yeah. playing through it and going and dying doesn't matter. Exactly. And yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like the points in whose line is it anyway? Absolutely. So maybe it's not hashtag Mikey has overcome his fear of a commitment. <laughs> maybe it's hashtag Mikey wants to do it alone. Everyone piss off. <laughs> Is that what hashtag everyone like listen to alone? That, everyone pissed is, off. Is that canon now? Is that canon? Is that Nick Cannon? Is that Nick Cannon? I think so. Maybe I don't know. Okay. You say you love co-op. Yes. But when it comes down to it, well, no co-op. No. If 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 you're gonna get in my way, stay out. <laughs> Not that you were getting in my way, but you were. Yeah. Uh, no. Railroads. Railroads. What? Oh, back to back, it's, it's a train analogy. I'm so sorry. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I I I think that co-op can totally be fun in this game, and I I do love co-op. I yeah. do. But but if the goal is to succeed at all costs and you just have to focus on yourself, sometimes I find that a little bit easier, yeah. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's totally fair. So why don't we get into the ratings and the scores of this game? Sure, sounds good. So as we mentioned before the break, uh, I do have an experience with right. this game, so I'm going to rate it out of four bits based on what I remember uh, it being uh, when it came out in 2004, and then I'm going to rate it uh, as it stands up in the modern day against modern games. Andrew is going to give it a rating based on what he thinks he would have thought of it back in the mm -hmm. day, and then a follow-up subsequent order uh, uh, review also out of four. Yeah out of four bits as well uh, for uh, how he thinks this game holds up in the modern day. Perfect. And I'll start yeah. uh, based on my hypothetical score of what I thought as a child. Little chi little dinky and Oh boy. Hi. Is, 
Was that me? Hi. <laughs> hey. I'm a little alien hominid. Oh, is that what? Yeah, that, that's what the voice would probably sound yeah, like. Yeah, probably. No, I don't think it sound like this. <laughs> oh, no, Stitch is back. Oh, Stitch is back. <laughs> wait, wait, what does family mean? Oh, Ohana means family. <laughs> Ohana means family. Oh, family means Ohana. <laughs> oh, there we go. Ipso facto. Also, you want to hear my uh, Jar Jar Binks impression? Okay, sure. Nusa Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> oh, my God, Jar Jar Binks is here. Do you want wait. to hear my Meatwad impression from Aqua Teen Hunger Force? Of course. Hi, I'm Meatwad. <laughs> it's all the same. So, wait a second. Is Jar Jar Binks a grown-up stitch? Oh, my God. Is that, can- is that Nick Cannon? Hashtag Jar Jar Binks is a grown up stitch. I'm making a note of that because I need to compare this. Similar to our is is Kirby uh, is is Boo dead Kirby is Boo dead Kirby is Jar Jar Binks grown up stitch. I, I love that. I Ooh. think that I, convince me otherwise, Internet. Convince <laughs> yeah, yeah. me. Change my mind. Prove me wrong as I sit my coffee or change my mind. Change, change my, my mind. mind. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I want to. Uh, I want to make a note of that because I think uh, we, we definitely need to uh, to put that out to the D pads <laughs> to to give us an answer on that. But Andrew, why don't you yes. start off with your uh, your review there? Okay. So my review of the game, as I thought as a kid, you know, I probably would have played this as a flash game. I would have probably played this on the internet. And your time spent on the game yeah. is a very uh, tenuous thing, right? Because you'd be like, you really gotta, you really gotta grab you to do right. it because you have you know hundreds of free games to play on the on addictinggames.com or whatever, True. right? Yeah. Um, so you'd really need to like in that first couple minutes go like, oh, okay. And I think this game would have done it for me. Flashing colors, uh, big, you know, bright characters, lots going on at any one time, yep. and it really would have. I think that would have paid off for me in a large, a large way. So I think I would have enjoyed that game how much i would have played going into it right. is kind of how much i would have played any addicting game probably not much right right <laughs> you know what i mean probably like a couple sessions you know oh that was fun i'll remember this tomorrow i'll make a little bookmark of it and then and then after that you're like i don't know if i ever finished any sure. solo games or anything like that so i i would have liked this i would have thought well of it uh yeah the colors and music the art style i, I really think i would have liked it so i'm going to give this i'm going to give it a, a 2.5 okay nice because i nice. think that was my kind of roof or my ceiling roof <laughs> ceiling uh on addict uh, on flash games in general sure, sure. At, that, at that point in my yeah, life yeah i like that and and that's a, a good point because i don't think that this game does a ton to really separate itself from flash games right like yes it was released on the gamecube yes it had a little bit more uh, uh power behind it where it mm-hmm. could kind of like you know bring out some more graphics have some more enemies on screen control with a, a, a proper controller right as much as the gamecube controller is a proper controller <laughs> um but it uh it really it really felt like a flash game yeah. by design, but also to its detriment. If you're not a huge fan of flash games, like it seems a little bit shallow, you know, there are power-ups. Yes, but it's not like castle crashers where you're leveling up as you go. Yeah, this was kind of like the first introduction of flash onto a console. And that could be a positive, could be a negative, but ultimately I think it prevents it from becoming a, best of all time and to me I would have played it and been proud of the fact that a flash game that I played made it to a console yeah. but I I didn't proud. play it yeah <laughs> I didn't play it long enough like this was a rental to me yeah. and I I didn't play it very much because it was too difficult for me and I had an aversion towards difficult games back in the day mm. so I'm giving this one a two and a half um out of four yeah, as that's well. what I gave it to, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, good. Because of the fact that it was like cool enough to get my attention, right. too difficult to really keep me going. Um, and and then I just kind of dropped it and forgot about it until it was requested in this episode. Yeah. So two and a half for me, two and a half for you. Perfect. That's a five out of eight. Everyone yeah. can do that math. Um, okay, so 
Interesting score. I didn't know if I, I didn't know if you were going to go higher or not there. So five no, I, that's the thing is I, I kind of figured that this would be one of those games that like, because I just kind of forgot about it. Like I did a lot of flash games. Um, right. It wasn't one that I was going to think about a lot, mainly because it, it was too tough. It turned me off before I, it really sunk its teeth in. Mm. And if, if this was My like sketch. your one, yeah, exactly. Yeah. If this was like your one game that you had and you had to get good at it and it kind of forced you to learn the mechanics and, and progress, I think I would have really enjoyed See, it. That's really funny because in consoles, we talk about this where, you know, you got two new games a year, three new games a year, whatever, your birthday, Christmas, and some other time. Yeah. You had to get good at these ones, even if they were awful because you're like, well, that's the game. I, what else am I going to play? Right, you, you have know, no choice, yeah. And now with these Flash games, it was you were you were overwhelmed by choice. And so these things, you know, if they weren't good, you'd be like, okay, no, never mind. Don't worry. I'm going to play another one. Sure. And not think twice of it. Right. Just exit the window and go for another one. Right. So I, I find that really interesting because it's almost they're in, they're in uh, counterbalance to each other. There, there was an element of having paid to play this game yeah. and thought, okay, now you really have to impress me. And it didn't. Yeah. You know, I was like, I feel like I got enough of this feeling playing the free version and now you're asking me to pay for it. Mm. So you really have to knock it out of the park. And I, I didn't at the time feel like it did. Okay. Well, there we go. So five out of eight for our, in our retro scores. Yeah. And now our current scores and I'll start, you know, I, I know, I know, I know Mikey's expecting me to give this like a, a negative one, but <laughs> um, I'm of two minds of this. Uh, much like the alien friends, they have two minds. Andrew, uh, have that's canon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> have you stopped taking your medication? Uh, two minds? Like, are you? Is your other your other personalities are coming back? <laughs> yes. Oh exactly. no, Andrew. That, that's how I do it. It's not personalities. I have two minds. Yeah. Right? I'm like I'm like two plus two is four, and I'm like four plus four is sixteen, and you're like, oh boy, my two minds are acting up. Uh, so in in your world, two minds is basically like schizophrenia is basically just having like a dual core processor in your head. Like, yes, 100. Yeah, percent Just does math on two different levels. Yeah. 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 It's like I turn on one side and on the other side it says Intel inside. Yeah. And I'm like, oh no. <laughs> okay. So I am gonna I'm probably gonna give this a higher score than Mikey thinks, only because I'm kind of a two minds of this. Playing the game, the actual act of playing the game, I didn't fully enjoy. I thought the deaths were very cheap and frivolous. Um, and that's okay in a game where you are there's a huge leash with of lives and putting more coins in, things like that, but you can't with this. Right. And so and and maybe maybe their way of keeping you fixed on a flash game is to making it difficult so you we keep wanting to come back to perfect it right and maybe that's how they that's how they you know made their money eventually sure. right and that's totally fine with them but I just didn't find it a fully enjoyable experience because you know while the bosses you could get better at the actual act of 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 the screen filling up with so many colors and so many things like that which is enjoyable from an art perspective is not enjoyable from a gameplay perspective sure. you know and I just and, and while it's like you could get better at this I'm like well I could get better at a lot of things I right, could play right, piano right, right. if I really wanted to <laughs> you know but and like I'm not going to there's so many other options out there and so uh so I didn't find that part you know a lot of fun but my other mind of this is that it looks really cool. Yeah. Like it's a really cool art style. And I do love the cell shaded that there are things in the foreground background yep. and then background to that one. Um, I really love the music. I really love uh, the, the comedy. The humor is really good. Yeah, it like is. it's really funny. You know, walking, even now, walking by with the sign that says uh, nothing, nothing to, to see, see here. here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We kill aliens yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Nothing to see here. It takes a sign. Like there are little things that are really cool about that. And even just the levels are all very different, which is, you know, daunting, but good on them to do something really cool. They could have just made every level a side to side with sure. a couple bosses, yep. but they didn't. The next level is the cars and you yep. got to jump car to car and all this kind of stuff. That's really cool. So while I want to give them credit for the art style and the actual, um, you know, evolution of the game, I, I, I didn't enjoy the game. So keep that in mind. Ah, oh, man. 
I'm going to give it a two. Okay. It was between one and a half and a two. And I'm going to go with the two because there, this is clearly better than a one and a half. And yeah. just because I didn't enjoy it, I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt. Sure. That's great. So, yeah, you know what? I, I kind of expected that because I know that as much as you were uh, humming and hawing over it, I, mm-hmm. I knew that mm-hmm. you, you also were saying things like the fact that you had an appreciation for the artwork and the flow and the comedy yeah. and the overall aesthetic of the game. And that does go a long way, especially when you're reviewing a game that kind of feels like a lot of other games that we've played. Yeah, totally, totally. And, yeah. like, and like the thing is, Dan Paladin, hilarious, is made Castle Crashers, <laughs> right. and that's a more enjoyable game than this, and has a lot in common. Which, which is, which is something that is going to very much skew my review of of this game as Can, much as I enjoyed it. I just want to say one more thing before you start too is I enjoyed the game more when you were playing it and I was watching. You. Oh, really? <laughs> so I just I was keeping that in mind. Where I was like, yeah, I, the best part of the game was like, oh, you're doing great, Mikey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and putting hey, the control. It makes sense because then you get to see the art and not worry about stressing the stress of dying. Right? Yeah, exactly. And when Mikey plays games, he calls it the art. So I just want everyone to know. Everyone appreciate the art and he plays a game for a bit. Yeah, it's, it's, my, it's my talent in controlling these games. It's great. Um, so I, like I said, I think there are better versions of this game that you can play right now. Right. But this game in and of itself is a lot of fun. And it's a throwback to the old Flash games, which is always great. But I kept rolling, mulling over in my head, is this game better than Metal Slug or is Metal Slug better than this game? Mm. And I feel like Metal Slug was a harder game. I feel like I, I died a oh. lot more in Metal Slug. Okay. And it was a lot less forgiving. This, it kind of felt like as much as you did die and as, as difficult as it was, it was at least, um, it was at least giving me a sense that I could come back and perfect a level or play a level without dying nearly as much. And every time I'd play, I'd get a little bit better. Metal Slug had more of that dying to random enemies thing than I thought. And the bosses were equally as difficult, if not more difficult. Mm. It was less about patterns and more about just like shoving as much damage into them as you possibly could. Um, that said, you know, playing co-op was a lot of fun. Anytime yeah. there's couch co-op, I'm always yeah. going to enjoy it. Uh, I liked picking it up and playing it. I could have played that game a lot longer than than you could, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I, I see all the issues that you had with it, and they are reminiscent of a lot of the other games of, of this era that, that you can play in a lot of the other side-scrolling games. Right. With that said, Castle Crashers would always be the game that I go to if I want that artistic inspiration. Yeah. Um, and if I want to uh, be able to have kind of a throwback to, to Flash and, and all that and progress from level to level and not just a differentiation in, in the, the artwork and the level design. Um, so with that said, I'm going to give this one a three out of four. Yeah. I think it's it's still a great game. Mm-hmm. And, and you should definitely go back and play it, especially if you have a history with it. But I'm not going to say that this is the game that I would pick up to pick up and play right. if I wanted to scratch that itch of a side-scrolling shooter of some sort. Well, there you go. With Mikey's 3 and my 2, we also get a 5 out of 10, just the exact same way, just like we drew it up. Jeez. 10 out of 16 as a combined score. 10 out of 16 is a combined score, which means that in the realm of awards, uh, there's only one that we can give to it, and that is the hermetically sealed Vault of Expectations, which is Mm. the same score uh, before as it was after. And it's an interesting score to get. I think overall, and it's a a nod in the, uh, or a step in the right direction for a game, that you haven't aged poorly, Mm -hmm. uh, that people remember you as they expected to, uh, and and that's kind of for better or worse. You know, it's funny, because of all the awards you could get it, uh, like, it's the Vault of Expectations is almost the one that I didn't see coming because it's like, I don't think it lived up to my expectations in the same way. And I don't think it did for you in two different ways, right. which is kind of interesting. But I will say that of, of all the issues or all the thoughts I had about this game, it's not uninteresting. 
Yeah, true. It's, it is interesting. Yeah. You know, there is a lot going on and people will have takes at it. So if you haven't played it at home, I would recommend finding it and playing it. Yeah, and, and I think, uh, you know, just like you say, this game is interesting. I think the hermetically sealed Vault of Expectations is interesting as well in the sense that there are so many reasons why it can get there. Whereas yeah. the, the level of appreciation I had for the game earlier in my life was higher, but my patience for the game nowadays yeah. was higher. So they've kind of like switched a little bit, whereas I'm able to enjoy the game more now than I did in the past, even right. though it was likely a better game to play back in the day as it was now. I'm just subjectively able to spend more time with it and appreciate it more. Yeah. So that's, that's probably the best way of putting it yeah. there. So and there you go. Alien Hominid. We did it retrograde 10 out of 16. Hermetically sealed Vault of Expectations. Mm. Oh my goodness. Mm. Thank you so much for listening to Retrograde. We appreciate every single one of you. And please hit us up over at the Mushroom Club yeah. or on our Twitter accounts. We can't wait to talk to you soon. My name's Andrew Bascom. And I'm Mikey Aaronworth. This is the Retrograde Podcast. Game over. Thank you so much for listening to the Retrograde Podcast. We look forward to recording this podcast all week long, and we hope you guys look forward to listening to it. You know how we got into retro video game podcasting for the money and the babes? We're really in it for the ratings and reviews. Money is ratings. Reviews are babes. Please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you enjoy podcasts. For any business inquiries, you can always email the Retrograde Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Retrograde Pod. And you can find Andrew on Twitter at Retrograde Andy. And then Mikey at Retrograde Mikey. Instagram at The Retrograde Podcast. And remember, find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash The Retrograde Podcast for all of your non-essential but very much enjoyable content. Between Twitter, Instagram, and everything in between, we've grown a great community. Thank you so much for being part of it. It's like a weird hippie commune where we all have jobs and we might have sex with each other. And sometimes we kill Sharon Tate. <laughs> Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Damn it, I hate this goddamn... <laughs>